Trey loves when I say dope. That's what I'm gonna keep dope, saying. Dope, bro. I say yeah, dope. I, I say like, dope a lot. I put in parentheses I hate when people now. say dope. Go home and eat eat your mom's casserole or whatever the fuck she cooks. <laughs> our our mom, table. listen to this new demo. It's pretty dope. How yeah, I did see, these that's drums. Not, that's not weird. Your mom's but, gonna slap you. She's gonna I probably be like, deserve what? Grab the KY and get yourself ready. You got some slide to do. Welcome to my podcast, DM Monday. I'm Trey Lewis. I got my co-host Matt Burrill and Trey Bonner here with us today, and uh, we have a guest today. His name is Alex Maxwell. Yay! What's up, Maxwell? Is there no fake clapping in your no? All oh, damn. Maybe maybe uh, Sacco can add that in. Very anti-climactic. Um, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Alex Maxwell is uh, one of my good friends, and uh, we'll we're gonna have a conversation with him later on about how we met and stuff, but. Uh, just for the short, quick notes, um, he produced the song "Dick Down in Dallas" that everybody loves. Oh yeah, and um, which is now a platinum record. Crazy. How does that feel? Uh, weird. Yeah, he's uh. Well, that was a week ago. It went. Yeah, or two weeks ago. Two. I don't know. Who knows? Um, he's an artist. He's Recent. a country artist. He has music on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, all that stuff. Yes, sir. Um, my personal favorite is. Um, What's the name of it? That'll be the day. That'll be the day. I he was, really loves it. I was, I was, I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> well, I was thinking of could have been me because I oh, like yeah, that yeah. song too. Is that one out yet? Yeah, that's been out cool. for a minute. That one's out. Um, so he has a lot of music out, and um, we actually have a song coming out pretty soon. So uh, pretty yeah. pumped about that. That'll be the first song I put out in like three years. Yeah, I'm excited to start. We, wrote, that we wrote a song together. It's called "Good to Know People." With Benji Davis. It'll be coming out soon. We'll give you all an exact date soon, sooner or later. Yeah. But wanted to have him on the podcast um, because he's one of my really good friends and he knows me pretty well. And uh, that's what this season's all about is having people on to, um, you know, to really get to know who I am other than just dicks and butt fucks. So, uh, yeah. Um, he's also a songwriter. He signed a publishing deal with Verse 2, which is Kane Brown's. Yes, sir. And Jim Catino and Drop Ton and Sony. Drop Ton and Sony, yeah. So it's a weird three way thing. It's a weird three way thing. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But it it's, works really good. It's right? been cool so far. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, he's got some cuts, you know, coming. Can't I complain. Mean, yeah. So, got so. some Trey Lewis cuts, too. Got some Trey Lewis hey. cuts. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Those are the most important. Yeah. I'm cutting a song that uh, actually that you, Brian Frazier, Mark and Orient. Mark Oriot wrote yeah. before publishing deals or anything. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Was that BC before COVID? No, yeah. it was. I think it was 2020. Okay. So it was the year of. Oh, when y'all wrote that song? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I, think it was I, I thought y'all wrote that song like a long time ago. Well, I mean, that's but two it's years called. Ago uh, what is it called? <laughs> call it what you want. Call it what you want. That's you can call the song called. what you want, yeah, you man. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. And then we got good to know people. And that's then, one of my favorites, honestly. I like the song. I like that song we wrote. Uh, um, recently or recently the one you did the demo of that i gotta come ain't gonna on. be tonight ain't gonna be tonight yeah, ain't we wrote gonna with davis, be tonight. davis corley yeah I like it but anyways how was everybody's weekend 
It was good. I'm still sore. Yeah, I haven't recovered. I feel like fucking trash. And, and unfortunately, it wasn't due to like wild partying or critters. It was due to unathleticism on the kickball <laughs> field with the commission. That's another thing you left out about the Maxwell introduction. He oh, is yeah. the commissioner of the famous Sigs in the Outfield, No Hits and Friends kickball league. Two years old now. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like it's crazy. It feels like we just started. Honestly, it really does. That, well, was, I, the, that was the first time I ever met Real. Really? Was playing kickball. Unfortunately, in the outfield. I think I actually met you before kickball because it was at his. It was at your house because you were over. You were you would you were over there. You and McKinney were playing Madden with Maxwell. Oh, and no, we had never met. I thought we had met before. No, that. we had never met because I remember meeting you that day and be like, "Dude, that guy's cool. He works for Muscadine Bloodline." And then and you realize I'm a real piece of shit. Yeah, now I'm cool. It's like, like you know, he's not that cool. <laughs> Still, <laughs> y'all. He just ripped cigs in the outfield. Dude, it was... He's the, more annoying than cool. Dude, <laughs> dude how would you describe our, our showing, our first kickball outing in a while? Oh, you, you mean like this recent one? Yeah, how would you describe Saturday? It was a shit show for sure. <laughs> I mean, he, you had at least six cigs. I had more than that, I did think. Y'all, uh, did y'all have a field or no? So we did... Uh, Dudley, did we Dudley Park. Dudley Park. So it's near Nick Haynes' place. Oh, where that first place we played the very first time when it ran, got rained out? No, that, no, was, that, that was that shitty field. Remember that? That was, yeah, that was by Ryan Nelson. Dawson was, Edwards just ate, ate shit. shit. The whole he earth Todd, Todd busted ass. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. People busted ass this week, too. Speaking of, oh, is, yeah. is Ryan oh. Nelson alive? I haven't heard from him since Saturday. Yeah, I haven't seen him Either since. Either have I, actually. Nikki <laughs> <laughs> T's moment in the outfield. That's the thing is like positioning in the kickball field is like very important. Like you need like, speed in like the outfield. That's why I pitch because I'm scared. I, I, I mean, I think I can catch the ball, but I'm not good at like throwing the ball. Bonner can make a play anywhere. You can make a play anywhere. Nikki T in center field. And I think it was Brett. Was that Nikki's buddy that had come? Yeah. Um, who does like photography? Brett Carlson. And stuff. Yeah. They... Them in center field was not the best play. No. But I tried to peg Nikki T, and he just, like, <laughs> he tried to stop and just kept going, and he was just like, kerplunk. <laughs> Ninja you, need, turtle. you need to show your uh, battle wounds. Yeah, which camera do you want, Mac away? <laughs> <laughs> That's how hard we go. That's why Trey Bonner is the MVP. Trey Bonner had double plays. Trey Bonner had RBIs. Trey Bonner scored runs. Yeah, dude, I, did, I wasn't there because I went home to, to buy a truck, but Trey Bonner is – Aggressive. He's pretty aggressive. Like he's yeah. a pretty competitive guy. Uh, dude, winning isn't the only. Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. <laughs> so you didn't like you didn't play sports when you were little though. Like. I did, but everybody else is so goddamn taller than me that it just didn't matter. <laughs> so kickball is like the perfect game. For yeah, you. dude. You can you know what sports did you play? I played baseball and basketball. But like, <laughs> hey, you think about it. I just even reach my hands up. I'm gonna get stuffed. Spud, spud yeah, what were you like there? as a kid? Uh, more awkward than I am now. Uh, more awkward than I am now. At least now I'm just like fuck. Were you it. like really quiet when you were younger? Oh, for sure. Yeah, but now I'm still awkward though. That's great. Yeah, but you're like cool awkward now. I had you glasses. I mean? You own it. You own that. Shit. You're the one of the funniest dudes. Did you I've have ever the met, curly right? long hair when you were little? Nah, I just had like the just like kind of like stuck up. Yeah, Did you have a mustache hair. then too? No. Bonner came <laughs> out of the womb with a fucking stash. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he looks like he was. <laughs> I couldn't grow a mustache until college. You were meant for that mustache. You rock a good mustache. 
Uh, yeah, I just got to lose some weight because the because this kind of like hides the double chin when I have the mustache and I smile sometimes. It's like you know. My favorite Trey Lewis saying is, "I ain't even fat anymore." I'm not. I'm on, I've been on a diet for a day and a half, um, so I'm not even fat anymore. Not even fat anymore. I think I'm really gonna do it this time. I'm trying to wean myself off what, caffeine and just. What is the diet like? What dietary restrictions are you following? Uh, it's uh, no caffeine, no artificial sweeteners, um, three meals a day, nothing in between. Um, yeah. Any restrictions on the meals though? Like, oh, I mean, it's just like no, like no, no carbs except for in the morning. Only fruit in the morning, and then lunch and dinners, meat and veggies. So, I mean, I did it for three, four years. I mean, I got real, I got crackhead skinny there for a little. I was while. gonna say when I first met you, you were really skinny. Uh, I was, I was getting fat again, but, but yeah, you were I mean, eating I'm like cans of green beans. I remember you being pretty skinny. I was thirty pounds lighter, but uh. Than you are now when no, I met no, you? No, yeah. But, I mean, I used to weigh 200 pounds. Two, I think the skinniest I got was like 189 pounds. Jeez, at 6'5", oh. that's really yeah. fucking Yeah, skinny. I mean, dude, I looked good. I felt great. Um, and then when I went through my divorce, I was like, all right, I'm either going to get drunk or eat some fucking cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers so, it is. <laughs> so, and then, of course, we went on tour last year. So, like, yeah. you know, I don't know. Eating on the road, eating healthy on the road. There's only so many it's, rooms it's, for meal prep, and Bonner takes well, up all I mean, the, meal, all the meal prep to, spots. It's possible <laughs> to eat healthy on the road. We just didn't because we were just a lot happened last year. Yeah, you know. So, but I don't know. I'm at the point now where like I thought about it for like two days. I was like, I just got to do it. So I think you know, I'm fat right now. I just got to lose some weight. You know, that's where like, I'm. Like it's at. getting so bad. Like I don't even want to go out in public. You know oh what I mean? God. Uh, see, I'm I'm not quite there, but I did go it's to like, the gym. I'm did. doing this shit, like pulling my shirt down, you know? And yeah. it's like me Suck, just pu- sucking in for pulling pictures. my shirt from out underneath my titty, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Got to watch out for that titty sweat. It's like, I'll buy a 2 shirt. I'll wear it a couple of times, but after I wash it twice, it's like, well, can't wear it. Like, I, had, I bought an Alex Maxwell shirt, or they gave me one. Washed it once, can't wear it anymore. Oh, really? Know? Yeah. Why so don't you say something? I'll have to get another one. Like this is my uh, Saxman Studio shirt. You're getting free ad- advertisement right now, you motherfucker. Anyways, <laughs> um, but I just got this and haven't washed it yet, so it fits pretty nice. You got to do the busting with the boys saying uh, no free shout outs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a free shout out though. Yeah, well he deserves it. Yeah, he's been a the part one, of a lot. The one free shout out. Yeah. Um. So what's up with this truck? Oh man, I'm pumped about it. I uh. Which, which y'all can't see, but my friend Walker's here. Um, he's in the background. Um, he's going to be pumped about this. I bought, or I ordered it. It's a AT4 GMC 2500 2022. It's going to be badass. Better than Jim's? It's black. Has the heated steering wheel? It has every electronic heated steering wheel, heating the, steering wheel, the, the, sunroof, the, 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 the whole you, nine. The fuck and do you need a heated steering? And I'm gonna get for. some fucking thirty fives or thirty sevens put <laughs> on it. It's gonna be my fuck you truck. I mean, dude, I've never owned anything nice. I've you know as far as like cars, like all my cars have been like hand me down. Like, yeah. or like used to be my sister's car. Used like the car I drive now is. Uh, my dad's car that they gave to me after he passed away and it has half a million miles on it and we fucking toured in that thing for years and then i bought the van right before covid which i paid off in 2020 um which i mean but that was a big purchase back then you know i mean that thing was pretty expensive and so and i mean i don't drive a lot but i mean i just want a truck like you know I mean, I feel like I should have a truck. You've you know? earned it. Yeah, I'm a country singer, now, damn it. Now, I should have now, a truck. Now you got a truck to pull your boat. Yeah, well, I'm, the plan the is I'm going to sell my boat. Here's the plan is I'm going to sell my boat, 
I'm gonna take that money, pay it into the truck. I'm gonna pay the truck off by probably the end of the year, and then next winter I'm gonna buy a new bass boat, like a badass one, like like a twenty twenty would you one ha- foot bass boat with all the electronics and everything. Would you ever get like a decked out boat? Like, That's what I'm talking about getting. Like, would you get like a speedboat though? No, no, no. I You'd mean, never get like a speedboat too. I mean, speedboats are cool, but like. I mean, we have one of those at our lake place. I just want a bass boat to like to go fishing on with a live scope and like all, yeah. the, all the badass shit on it. But um, I also plan to buy a house this year too. So Greenbrier, we gonna live somewhere, next to each other somewhere. <laughs> um, I think for now, I think I'm just gonna buy a townhouse because like as much as we're you know on the road and all that shit, like I don't have time to like cut grass or keep up with the house. Yeah, you know shit breaks. You Home- know, Home- you know your house yeah. homeowner shit. Yeah. Hey, do y'all have hot water now? Yeah, we do. Uh, we cool. went about a week without it. I didn't have hot water for like a day, so I don't know how you did it. For were you like taking a week. cold showers, or were you just going to your girlfriend's? Just house? going to the girlfriend's. And Dawson was going over. Caleb's. Yeah, he's not single, lady. Sorry, not single anymore. Maxwell loves it when I put his personal information. Yeah, in I'm, there. Not, I'm not a personal uh, <laughs> news share. <laughs> we went. To, we went to this uh, dinner with like it was like our lawyer and uh, BMI Scott right? Safford, BMI. Um, who else? Sony. Some so, of the Sony people. Some of the Sony people. And then all the all of our friends that signed with Sony. And uh we were sitting there and they were talking about doing something the next day. I was like, Yeah, Maxwell can't go. He has a date. <laughs> I was like, just put uh, him on the spot. He didn't he didn't tell me until after that like really pissed him off. No, so. it didn't like piss me off. It's just like, it's just like I, I'm like private. I'm a private person, you know. Yeah. I, I just don't share it, so yeah. it's like I keep it close to yeah. close to the hip. I try to be, but Trey can't keep a secret. Well, that's so. why you don't try. That's yeah. after then, I never told him anything about my personal life. Yeah. I, tr- I try not to, but he like weasels it out of me. He'll call you like <laughs> two not, in the morning. That's like Mitch Goshi. He said, uh, when jo- he said when Joe far- fired him from the band. He said, I told Trey and my wife, and he said, "He said I figured that's all I had to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well put it on the news. <laughs> I mean, there's some things that I, I do keep a secret, but. I don't believe that one bit. <laughs> I mean, dude, you know, I know some, I know some heavy shit, so yeah, I, would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, you know. That is true. Like, most of the information you give off is uh, pretty meaning. I mean, not important enough to really r- cause damage, yeah. you know. yeah. Um, so I, I got the truck and uh, I went fishing. I caught a fucking four pound bass. And uh, the next day I went fishing with my buddy Chris on this private lake and I caught a three pound spot. It was awesome. It was it was like I went home to you know my my song "Hate This Town" came out. By the way, if you don't know, you should go listen to it. It's pretty awesome. There's a pretty cool music video. By the way, Alex, Alex Maxwell right here produced it. He produces all my songs. That's one of my favorites. Hate this. Town. And uh, yeah. So it's uh it's out there, but I went home and to the hometown and went fishing. Did it, did it feel good to see that song come out and then go back to Birmingham? That yeah, I mean good? the whole process of that song was really cool, you know, because like I remember the day that we had the right. It was me, uh, Jordan Walker, and Ron Rosbo, and like we got in the room, we started like writing the song. And I was like, man, I I, I really want to write like a hometown song, but I don't want it to be like. There's so many hometown songs yeah. out there, you yeah. Know? Like I didn't want to be like, "Give me back my hometown." I mean, the Eric Church song's badass, but yeah. like, you know, I just didn't want it to be like, I don't know, generic. You know, I wanted it to like fit me. And I was like, I was like, dude, I have this clip of when we played at Avondale where I'm talking about how I used to hate Birmingham and like, 
you know, because I got my heart broke there and went through all this shit. But, you know, now I love my hometown because when I go back, it's, you know, a sold-out show at Avondale or, yeah. you know, um, spending time with family. And, I mean, I faced my reputation there, you know, like – I got sober in my hometown, but I used to, you know, also do drugs and drink there, and, and I got sober there. So it's like, I don't know, it's just cool. And then Jordan said, well, man, I got this song title called Hate This Town. And it's like, can't believe I used to hate this town. And then, I don't know, we wrote the song in like an hour and a half, and Ryan does track, so we had like a rough demo by the time we left. And then uh called Maxwell and said... Let's uh, go record nine songs or six songs. Did we do six songs we did, the first time? On we, that? we did three in one day, then three the next day, and then we came back another day and did in nine February, in one day. did nine. So we have yeah. a lot of music coming out, by the way. Nine in one day is a lot of songs. That's, yeah. a, that's a marathon. For those that don't know, it's yeah. a long day. We probably won't do that again. We'll probably just do six. Yeah, that's probably better. Yeah. Nine songs is like 12, 15 hours of being in the studio. Yeah, it's a lot. You know. I mean, it's fun, though, but. But yeah, we put the song out, and man, I, it was really cool. Like we played the show in Birmingham at um, somebody's fired. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sweet boy. <laughs> we went to uh, Alex. Looked like not me. <laughs> uh, not this but Alex. We played the show at um, Iron City, and then uh, the next day I went with Q6 Media, and we went to. You know, my old high school stadium. We went to. That's yeah, bad. It looked yeah, bad. It's cool. Yeah, the it's cool. content that's come from and that. And then Alex, really cool. Alex got with my mom and got all those like home videos and stuff. And I think we're going to be using those home videos for a long time. There's a lot of great stuff in there. So oh. I know. I wanted. I wanted to say this. So y'all were sore as fuck from playing kickball. I went fishing in a John boat Sunday, and like we fished for like nine hours, dude. Last night, my ass was so sore I could barely even, like, sit in my car to, like, drive. Because you're, like, constantly, like, shaking in a John boat. Like, it, if the person in the back of the boat makes, like, a swift move, you're like, oh, shit, fall in the water. I kicked one of my fishing poles in the water. Didn't get it back. Like, oh, no. Oh, shit. Yeah, the day before, I lost a fishing pole. Like, every time I go fishing, it's like Bill Dance 2.0. Like, it, you know, what, what you see on Instagram is not what it's like out there, you know? Like, I lose lures, like... I kick fishing poles. I either break fishing poles. Like, it's an expensive habit for me. You ever fallen out of the boat? Uh, this one time. Uh, so, <laughs> at my mom's house in Springville, there's, I have a buddy, Russ. He has a pond. And uh, when I lived in Springville, I used to go down there and go fishing. And I'll still go back there sometimes. But he had a John boat. And you have to put the John boat in the water. John's, John boat is not sturdy. Like, it's, you know, it's pretty sketchy. Anyway, so it's like freezing cold outside, but I'm like, I'm going fishing, damn it. And I get my stuff in the in the boat, and it's like on the edge of the bank. And like the way I do it is like I t turn around, and then I sit back in the boat off of the bank, you know. And I go to sit down where the boat had moved, and like my ass like lands on the side of the boat, and I just go straight in the water. I'm like, <gasps> you know. <laughs> Just did, like, did you still did you still go fishing after? No, that? I went home, changed clothes, and came back. <laughs> okay, I was like, well, guess I ain't fishing right now, so missing the morning bite. But where'd you go uh, this weekend? Or not uh, this weekend? Where, where were you the other day when you said you were fishing on some of the? Oh, uh, I went out like past uh, out. It's way out past Lebanon. Oh, okay, it's like so you were out town, there. yeah, yeah. So I have a buddy Landon that I met at Bass Pro during COVID. He works at COVID. 
and uh, he showed me the spot, and but he would never tell me where the spot was. So the other night, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, I bought these fucking waders. I spent like two grand on them. I don't give a fuck. I don't have anybody to go fishing with. I'm gonna find this spot, and I got on Google Earth for like two hours, and I was like, "Holy shit, there it is!" Wait, did you say you work at COVID? Yeah, that's what I was like, yeah. <laughs> "What?" You said, "I thought yeah, I was dude, hearing things." I met him during uh, at Bass Pro, and he works at COVID. Oh, he, <laughs> he works at yeah. He works He's, at Bass He works Pro. at one of them damn testing centers. <laughs> Those still fucking exist these days. CDC, I was like, baby. Wait, I don't my, know if I heard that. My wrong. mind's dyslexic. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Hang on, well, bra- brain tumor." Some, well, sometimes my my the words come out of my mouth faster than. The way I'm thinking of him yeah. in my brain. But anyways, so I met him at Bass Pro during COVID. There you go. And um, but he wouldn't tell me where the fishing spot was. I guess you know whatever. He's scared. I'm going to take people out there, but I never go fishing with people. People are like, "Man, take me next time." And I just I don't know. Sometimes I just like to go fishing by myself. Yeah, I'm that guy. I'm always I mean, like t- Trey. Take me. I took Maxwell fishing one time. He didn't know what he was doing. Oh the whole my time. god! Oh, no. yeah, Amateur that, hour. That's a, such a lie. How yeah. many fish did I catch? At Larry's? Yeah. I don't know. You did catch a lot. How, I many, like, how many did you catch? I caught like three. I thought you didn't catch any. No, I caught three. I think that's when I went. I caught the first fish, actually. No, I mean, I caught the first two. And then you were like, oh, what the hell? And then I don't think I caught anything after that. And then that. I tied on a rooster tail and it was on. Yeah. Then I didn't catch shit. Um, Dude, yeah. I don't even try and fish when I go with Trey. I just sit there. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what <laughs> yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, after going fishing it with uh, with Dean, shout out Beanville. Um, yeah, I'm going to Beanville before. this month. Yeah, yeah. After going fishing down there, I'm like, I don't even want to try fishing again because that was like one of my first like experiences. You never really fished, really. Yeah, we didn't. I, my grandpa like sold his fishing stuff when I was a little kid because he used to go fishing all the time, but I just never did it and catching ginormous fish down yeah, there. Yeah, there's Dean. this place in Florida called Bean Beanville. Beanville Plantation. Plantation. And it is badass. Uh me and McElwain went a few months ago and uh, I'm going back uh in like two weeks. But it's kind of expensive, but it, it, like you have a guide and it's like totally worth it. I caught the biggest fish I've ever caught in my life. It's like fourteen lakes. They're all like really well kept. There's alligators I mean, it's it's. They got bird hunting down there. They got everything. They got so, hunting. They got everything. But I just remember pulling in fish. I remember looking at um, looking at Randy and um, and Ben in the other boat, and they were just they weren't catching anything. And we're I've like never fished oh, yeah. in my life, and I'm in here pulling like five, six, like ginormous fish. Yeah, nothing was under three pounds that day. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Do you and know? Brill's Brill's like he's like. Ugh. <laughs> Early in the morning, got a, a cigs and smoking the cigs while we're fishing. <laughs> We've got like four people on a bass boat. It was fun. I could only see how hyped Brill would be when he catches a fish. Yeah, oh, dude. Brill's like reeling it in. There's like grass, like this much grass <laughs> over the top of the fish's face. Can't even see the fish. You know? Y'all know uh, D White? Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't know? You know D White? He's like the country artist yeah, from yeah, Slapout. So the last time I went fishing, it was with him and Willie Trawick, and we were catching fish for Dee's fish tank. Oh, wow. Oh, you were catching them and yeah, he was keeping them, bringing like, them home them. for his fish tank. That was the last time I went fishing. It's like trapping a possum or a raccoon and turning awesome. it into a we pet. Were, well, like, we went fishing with uh, Jasper. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't fish. I just sat there. Fish, yeah. That was, was content bomb. Do you we, ever fish? We fished in a... Um, it was a sod farm. It was in a sod farm, so it had, like, all these little canals, dude. But there was giants in there. I mean, yeah. I didn't catch, it like, anything really big, but that one guy caught, uh, like, Gavin a, caught a fucking hog. Yeah, like a four or five pounder. You took a picture with I it. Took yeah, a picture. Took a I took a picture with it. with it and posted it on Instagram, so. <laughs> but the picture I posted today on Instagram was a fish I caught. I caught it on, like, my lightest reel that I had. 
And I caught it on a chatterbait. And as soon as I saw it, it was like right by the bow. I was like, oh, God, oh, God, please don't come off. <laughs> but I got it in the boat. That's funny as fuck. But I lost an even bigger fish later on the day. I thought I was hung. And then I saw it. I mean, it had to be at least seven pounds. I was pretty not happy about it. You have to go back and get it. So we were supposed to do this last episode, but word of the week. And I want to get a full explanation on like where this comes from. And this is more of a question for you, too. I guess Maxwell, too. He's from Pittsburgh. So that's like kind of southern Midwestern. like the Midwest Maxwell. Gonna, yeah. Was it? Where the fuck does this do what thing come from? Like, I'll ask somebody their name. Do what? I'll ask, hey, man, what you up to? Do what? Like, it's just, <laughs> where, what does do what mean? It's like, do what? I mean, I don't see what the <laughs> What do you mean? What an explanation. What do you mean? Like, do how what? Do you, how do you need it? What's like, hey, buddy, I'm Matt. What's your name? Do what? It's like, like what'd you say? What do you mean? Okay, what do you mean? There it is. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. To me, that's like, that's baffled me for the last few years. What like, now? Do what? And yeah, I mean, I think me, like, I talk when, so fast. I think when you say it like, do what now? Like, you're being funny. You know what I mean? But like, do what? You know, I I get to, I hear the I hear that phrase every fucking day. Maybe it's because I talk so fast. Yeah, man. From New York, yeah, uh, welcome to the South, bro. Do what? <laughs> yeah, nah, do what? South. Trace the only one I know that says you know. it. Nobody else. I don't know anybody else that says it except you. I know all my I think friends. Dawson says definitely it. says it. Dawson says it all Dawson the fucking time. Caleb will say it. The Texans will say it too. Damn. Like, you're gonna do what now? It's basically like that. You know? Do what? Like it's like y'all or. You know. Sweet Boy says it a lot too. He goes, "Do what now?" But he yeah. says, "Do what now?" Usually, yeah. when he's a couple beers deep at Live Oak, <laughs> it's just kind of like a "What the fuck?" You yeah, know? that's what it means to me. Okay. Do you say it, Maxwell? Mm-mm. No, I never really said that. No, yeah. I, don't know. I also you... never thought of it though. Like I've heard people say it, and I've never thought twice about it. Did you? Honestly. Yeah. Did you freak out about it? Like when you when you first started hearing. Like when you first moved down here? Like, no, because I feel like I've heard people. Back I mean, home where you're from is the country. I've been up there before. It's it's more redneck than anything Alabama I've ever. It's seen. just a different type. Of, it's more like hillbilly than yeah. redneck. We were know? in Mar- Markleysburg. You were on that. You were on that trip with us. Which one? Markleysburg. I don't think he was. He wasn't, with I wasn't us. there. He wasn't there. I thought he. I no, thought he we was drove that there. van. Or isn't that when we were? At, drove no, the he van. wasn't there. But there was some dude there that knew Maxwell, and he was like real bitter that like Maxwell was successful. <laughs> Oh god! I'm just those, not gonna call. There's them always on this. those hometown people, though. You know, there's always yeah. those people in the hometown scene. Yeah, I'm over here pumped. Like hell yeah! Somebody under six foot's famous. <laughs> somebody under five five's famous. I was gonna say you're giving us credit, six foot. Hey, dude, I, they don't know. They can't see shit from there. We're fucking five nine, baby. Oh, I want to hear about this dance move. What are you talking? about? I don't about? know. Yeah, dude. Somebody Al- said something I think in this, this group chat. I think this was a, this was an Alex Cape thing. But I think this was his suggestion. Are you dancing now? I'm not dancing. I want to see Braille I, dance. I, I, I want to th- see throw that, that shit back. You, you have like a dance? I, Can I you get up for I, us? I, I don't Why is your have face a dance. getting red. That's my face is always anxiety attack. <laughs> yeah, anxiety attack. Leave me alone. Can you dance? Um, I cannot dance. I did go to Nashville Palace. I mean, you can't even clap in time when we're playing on playing on the stage. So there's no way you could dance. Wait, what do you mean? Like, I'll every now and then we'll be playing. Like, it'll be like during a moment during the show. Like, you know, maybe the crowd's singing along or whatever. And I'll look over at Burrell at the merch table. Like, if the merch table's in the same place, or if he's like side stage, and he'll be like, <laughs> I have that loud, like, I have that loud Yankee Stadium clap where we cup it. You know, like it's fucking. Yeah, yeah, but it's like not in time. It's not in. No, beat I'm with not the music, trying to be in yeah. time. Granted, though. when I th- when I see Burrell, I don't necessarily think like rhythm guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not the rhythm guy. <laughs> I don't drink enough beer for that. That's why McAway, McAway, you're fired. We have he's a new the, drummer. He's the DD, the drunk drummer man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's really. We're awesome. both DDs. It's really awesome to like. 
I mean, I love it going up, like looking over there and seeing Brill. Like, I mean, I don't know if it was me and I watched the same set every night, I would be like, all right, fuck well, this. When's this over? You know. Yeah. But like Brill's like he's the champion every yeah. night. He's over there just well, it's out of key, like just fist pumping and. Brill's such a hype. He man. like feeds off energy. It's great, yeah, he dude. feeds off energy. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm I'm just like we just, love you for it, man. It's I, just it's I just funny. That. You know? no, I appreciate that. And for for me, because McElwain brought this up one time, um, the Bristol show, which we're actually we um, have that coming up. Um, there was that moment where like he looked over, he's like, "Bro, were you tearing up during the set?" And I was like, "Yeah, a whole lot of nothing. We're in a random place. There's a bunch of motherfuckers." Yeah, and it's always really good because like if one night where you know like I think I feel like as musicians, every show you you play, you're like, "Man, we had a bad show that night," or you know, "We could have done this better." Like you're always critiquing yourself, and like some nights when we're like, "Damn, we didn't fucking." We didn't do that right or whatever. Burrell, first thing, he'll come backstage. He'll be like, you guys fucking killed it, man. That was awesome. <laughs> That's such you a know? Good. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's always a good, you know, boost of morale. Yeah. And you know? it's also been cool because, and this is where you could chime in too, like meeting both of you guys in 2020 and just kind of seeing this all go. Because I had met you when, like, we were doing the campfire and kickball yeah. thing when you guys were sleeping in the van, going and playing cover shows for a lot less than you're doing shows for now. And to see it get to the point where it's at, which again, I haven't been with you guys since yeah. the very beginning, but watching all that, that was kind of cool. Watch, like, thinking back to sitting around the fire and you guys, like, I have that video and you yeah. saying, there's the key change, put that in the, <laughs> put that, yeah, put that in the cover art or something, like, in, in the video and to see people singing it. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I think, um, it's cool to have you on here and us talking about this because that's how me and you first, like started first started hanging out coming over to your house for yeah we used to have Willie Grill or just fires or whatever and everybody would sit around and you know Maxwell's been in town for what seven eight years you moved here in thirteen right thirteen June of thirteen well. so it'll be nine years Jeez. this June that's when I moved you here really in August so yeah, you're just man. not like you know I don't know I guess you're probably not keen on like. You know, meeting new people. I mean, you pretty much already kind of had a crew. Yeah, somewhat. I feel. I feel like it gets to a point where you write who you write who you want to write with, and you you hang out with your buddies already. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like anything extra is just people that like they're more acquaintances. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I like started coming over there, and I was like, man, I like all these guys. I'd like to, you know, because I, I mean, I had McKinney was my friend. You know, I feel yeah. like McKinney's the glue of like that brought different friend groups together. Yeah. You know, um. But I just remember like coming over there and being like, "Man, I really like Maxwell. I really like Dawson. Like, I hope I, you know, start hanging out with these guys." And I just like kept coming over to y'all's house and, you know, started passing around guitars at, um, at you know the campfire. And that like at that time, like I was writing like really serious songs. Believer, like, baby. wrote Believer and yeah. Little Tired and um, uh, some other stuff. You know, um, that song told you and. And all that stuff, and I remember like that. And at that time in my career, I didn't know if you know being an artist was something that I could do anymore. Like I knew that I would always play covers to like make my living, you know. And like I would always put music out, but like that's when I was like, maybe I should just learn how to like write songs for other people or whatever. Like, because I mean, all y'all are. I mean, how are how how old are you? Twenty seven. You're twenty seven. So you were like probably twenty five then. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, hell, L is 22, JB's young, 
you know, McKinney was younger than me. I mean, I was 30, 31, something like that. I was just like, man, maybe I'm just, you know, like I'm just all these people are like way better than me, you know, and I'm just this old guy, you know. So, but I'll never forget uh, y'all hand me the guitar and we're like, why don't you play something? You never play. And I was like, all right. And then I just fucking played Believer. That was like, and then like Tugged Daw- on the heartstrings, man. Yeah, and Dawson made me play that song like three or four more times. That <laughs> Dawson's like, another hype man. Yeah, dude. forty is, right? natural lights deep, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> he was like, "Fuck yeah," and uh, but I don't know. It was like that night, and then after that, just like you know, I really looked up to you guys, and still do, in a sense, you know, of like people that have been in Nashville for a long time, and you know, really, you know, had like um hard work ethic when it comes to songwriting, you know, recording music and putting music out and things like that. And I was like, damn, you know, like if those guys think I'm good, then like maybe I can do this artist thing. And then I then I really started to like, I feel like every day as an artist, you're like, you're going to quit tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's always up and down. Yeah, it's always up and down. Yeah. But you don't ever show that or you don't ever really tell anybody that. But that's right there in that moment. That's how I was feeling, you know. And then once I kind of, like, got their validation, I was like, okay, well, fuck, here we go. Like, I can just be me. Because those songs were very honest and from the heart of exactly where I was and who I, you know, and who I was. And I was like, okay, I could do that. And then I heard Maxwell did, like, demos and stuff. I was like, dude, what would you think about, like, during COVID? I was like... I put out Believer and two other songs um, that I wrote with Nate Frederick, uh, like just recording, because Muscadine did the quarantine tapes, yeah. you know? And then I was like, well, I just, you know, I'll just, I texted Charlie, I was like, what do you think about if I kind of like copy what y'all did? And he was like, cool, man, do it. Here's my producer's number, which was Ryan Newman's. Yeah, that's who does all that. So he like did uh, like a quick mix on like just voice memos. And then on the next Thomason 3, uh, three songs I, I did them with Maxwell And that was yeah. the first thing That we ever did together Yeah and we kept that super strip what, yeah. That was like an acoustic And vocal Acoustic I think you played Some piano on it I don't even think You did harmony or mm-hmm. anything And that's all no. in the room At the house Yeah it was just Super low key During quarantine Yeah Cause he was like I just wanted to sound A little better than a work tape So yeah. that's all we did We just pretty much Mic'd up a acoustic And vocal And got, yeah. I just added some Fizzle around it Yeah was, was it Dearest Darling Told you And Reasons? then uh, well, the reasons was on the first one, which that's yeah, badass. I didn't, badass. Do I didn't I need do to reasons. record that, and then um, the song uh, had to get lost to find my way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wrote with JB and and Nick Haynes like a day before <laughs> we went in the studio and recorded. Nothing's it. changed. Yeah, so <laughs> we still do songs still he do just wrote. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I mean, that's the thing is like. That's why I record so music, so much music. I don't want to be that guy that like writes songs and then never puts them out. You know? Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, um, that was really, really. That was our first uh, experience of working together. And then what was like the transition? Well, the, fir- the first time we started hanging out from Matt McKinney was I remember from what I remember. I first remember meeting you. Oh, yeah, I when I did Whiskey Jam mm-hmm. of 2019. I had my first release. That'll be the day come out. Yeah. Now that, that was like. My first release ever, and you came out to the Whiskey Jam. I met your dad that night. And my dad and my brother and me were, well, they were even more drunk than me. They Big were like, Lou, baby. But you they know, were do you off know the reason ass. I came to Whiskey Jam? Was because the night before, or like the week before, I played at Freak Show, and you came to that. 
No way. See, you yeah. always say we met before, but I just that's, can't remember. That's where we met. You came to Freak Show. I think JB was playing in a few others, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm playing Whiskey Jam Monday." I was like, "All right, dude, I'll be there." Oh hell yeah! yeah. So, and, and then you come, you came out to that, and then we hung out and talked for a good minute. Yeah. And then uh, I didn't see you, and then Matt McKinney during quarantine was like, "Hey, me and my buddy Trey just been playing some Madden. If you want to come on over and kick it." Yeah. So then we started doing that, and that's I feel like the Madden stuff, which Madden is funny because. We don't really ever have a chance to do that anymore. Yeah, but well, that's because we, you figured out what I do and you beat me every time. Yeah, so. Maxwell's <laughs> never lost. I've heard. I've heard he's never lost he's a never, never. He used to lose to me all the time. Yeah, he used to tra- be the champion. Yeah. Hey, who has the belt? Who has that? It's, champion? it's pretty bad that Maxwell beats me because I mean he is half blind. Yeah, and I don't ever play video games. Yeah, I never play video games. I have yeah. the belt there. Yeah, the my belt. House. That's all that matters. Oh, Fuck yeah. the rest of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who bought that belt? Was it you or Matt? Probably uh, McKinney. I think McKinney. McKinney yeah. probably bought that's it. A, that's that's that would be a Matt. Def- that's definitely a McKinney. McKinney going to Walmart. Definitely. Yeah, we got to have this. Yeah, for sure. He probably ordered online. He probably went out of his way to get it for sure. Yeah, it's probably sixty bucks. But that's where we first started hanging out, and then we started in the fires and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot all about the Madden games. But to your point, like the up and down, man, I think that's why it's so important to have like good friends because like yeah. everybody has the ups and downs, and I feel like you need good buddies that really believe in you to kind of pick you up. You for know? sure, for sure. I mean, it keeps I, you hell, sane I, and grounded. I still get that way. Probably every time we record vocals, I'm like, I suck <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always like it's always a, every time we record vocals. There's always just like one run or like one like little thing that I just like can't get, and I finally get to a point. I'm like, all right, Maxwell, you just gotta like tune it or whatever figured then out. we normally get it you just have to calm trey out. down for like yeah. five minutes and then he'll get it yeah i get in my head man yeah that's weird i've, I've learned to get around your uh uh road bumps though when yeah. it comes to recording vocals yeah. i feel like yeah he'll be like yeah sounds good you know <laughs> and then we'll come back to it and then yeah. normally so sometimes i like double up vocals so i like fix it on how it should be yeah. and then have trey sing to it and he'll like nail it in the first try and i'm like yeah. see trey could have done it the yeah. whole time yeah so well, what was your transition like coming from Pittsburgh to Nashville was like a big culture shock or was it like, yeah, this is pretty much the same or And you I, came young too. Yeah, I think the age thing was the biggest adjustment, not so much culturally. Like culturally is pretty similar. I mean it wasn't like much difference from like where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was just a little a lot more people. But like the whole Southern thing, like it wasn't different to me. Like the way of life's pretty similar. I think the biggest difference or the hardest thing was just coming down here not knowing any, knowing anybody, you know. Yeah. And I had a girlfriend back home, so it was like super depressing. It oh, was yeah. like, you know, the long distance thing. You're away from her. I did that when I first moved to town. So too. it's like that adds yeah. to it. Then you don't know anybody, and I'm only 18, so I can't go out to bars. So that it was just, that was like the hard part for sure. But too, like I feel like this is pretty cool to talk about. But like, so you and Ray, y'all used to, or y'all did, y'all had, y'all put a song. You put a song out. Yeah, that you good featured one gone. on. Yeah. And Ray Fulcher, um, for those of you who don't know, he's a badass songwriter. Mm-hmm. He wrote all the Luke Combs smashes. Yeah, he's great. He's amazing. Um, but uh, you were here during all that, like the like Luke Combs, like just exploding. Yeah, but it's weird because like that was that whole crew started getting together before I turned twenty one. Yeah. So like, I I was like just behind the eight ball on some of that yeah. stuff. I actually had a date, so. I was me and Job met, and Job was kind of part of the whole Luke Combs yeah. thing on the Peachtree. He was opening for him. Yeah. So that's how I first init- first initially met those guys. But yeah, I was just just behind the eight ball on that, just because I was a lot younger, you know. Yeah, but I was like, I just remember like, I don't know. I was in Planet Fitness one day, like working out on a Saturday, and I see Luke Combs and Gary. Gary uh, Stanton. Gary's always at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Working out together, like, yeah, we're playing at Iron City tonight. And then, like, 
uh, a, like a week later, I'm dr- or a month later or something. I'm driving the. I drove a van when I worked at the rehab, just like my white van. I used to drive the patients around to meetings and stuff. And I have the radio on, and I hear Hurricane on the radio. And I was like, holy fuck. But I just remember, like, when he was popping off on the internet, like him playing Whiskey Jam and, like, totally. uh, Revival. Like, I didn't even know what Revival you, was. You I remember I would come up here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's weird because, like, like I said, like, moving young, I didn't know where to go. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't really get into Whiskey Jam and all that stuff until – I was I, I I found out Whiskey Jam way before Revival, but I didn't learn about Revival until you know I was like twenty two or twenty three because I was still going to school down here. So like, oh, you went to Belmont, right? Right. So I went to MTSU my freshman year, and then I wasn't able to be in Nashville at all. So I came up to Belmont. Yeah. So I could because it's right off Music Row. So yeah. I would do Belmont work at the studio at Belmont for money, and then go out in between like that and try to write and stuff and meet people. So. Because of that, I didn't start like going out out until like my junior year when I was like twenty, and then twenty one, you know, I was able to start getting in the revivals and stuff. So that's kind of when I didn't start, you know, getting to that stuff till like three or four years in yeah. town, you yeah. know. So those Belmont studio sessions, but you were hanging out with Ryan Nelson and them and Jordan Blair. That was like OG days. That was like at twenty twenty one. So like I started that's I started meeting those guys my junior year because that's when I started to be able to go out on. a into the bars and stuff and meet Ryan Nelson and that whole what mayor. Crew. The yeah, mayor. mayor what, what version of Ryan Nelson was it? How long was his hair? Long. It was like down halfway down his back. That was like yeah. when when it like was that around the time when he wrote like when she comes home tonight and stuff? Way before that. Off, okay. off yeah, to California, like, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, California. He just put out California when I met him. He did him. like that live EP thing. That shit was yeah. fired. Yeah, so I that was that, that was a little bit after I met him. But yeah. we have some crazy ass recordings from like Long-haired Ryan Nelson and young Jordan Fletcher. Yeah, yeah. Because they used to be a duo. Nobody knows about, but yeah. they were they were like kick they, ass. Well, they all played in Job's band. Yeah, and they all played in Job's band. With Dobro Chris. So it's yeah. funny. Like originally, <laughs> Job had a song called Georgia, and I did a class project on it. Yeah. So I recorded like a version of it before he ever did a recording of it. So he came in, and we did that. And if I were you, and if yeah. I were you, I wrote with him. And the original recording of that, it was Jordan Fletcher on drums, Ryan on bass, and then I played like the guitar, and we had another guitarist come in. But, but that's when those guys like first started playing with them was like the studio sessions, and then they kind of you know did their own thing and hit it off and whatnot. But yeah, the Belmont Studios was like kind of the core behind all that. It's kind of funny. That's awesome. That's crazy. But I don't know how I didn't get kicked out. You're not allowed alcohol or drugs and Ryan Nelson be smoking a dube <laughs> in the back of the back of the uh, Belmont parking lot. Then uh, he'd have like a uh, one of those, those big, big cans of PVRs. <laughs> the the bag. Like, him and Jordan would bring him into the studio and I'd be like, y'all, y'all can't be doing that. And looking back, they had to have cameras. Like yeah. they had to have known. But yeah, I don't know how I didn't get kicked out. Thanks, Belmont, for letting. Y'all me are get making by. hits. Welcome. Yeah, we we're trying to. Fucking yeah. bangers. It's funny. Uh, it is funny. Like some of the Job stuff did. I mean, not those versions, but they did kind of take those versions and run with them. It's kind of cool. That's awesome. But how uh, how often do you change your bed sheets, Alex Maxwell? <laughs> I don't change. I wash my bed. Okay, well, whatever. What's so the normal difference? Normal people wash their bed sheets. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I wa- I have one set and I wash them. How, how often them do you wash them, Burrell? Probably it depends. How, it depends. How, depends, depends how on, dirty your critters are. Depends on critters. <laughs> well, it does depend on critters. Um, but I would say like once every other week. Probably. God, like oh, you got week, maybe. Yeah, you got maybe. And I'm like once a month. I'm like once every three weeks. I'm like. Middle ground. Oh, you're probably every day. I 
Who, me? Yeah. No, dude. he's won since 2017, he yeah, told me. And the only reason oh. I watched it is because we went to that pool party, and we got home when the sun came up, and you slept on the couch. Dawson slept in the other bed wet as fuck, and I just don't even know how I even got in my bed. And I was like, well, this shit's ruined, so I got to wash him. That's the only time I've washed so him. Wa- once. Once since, since 2017. 2017. Damn. Oh, my God. I didn't know that was like a normal thing. Until but like, we've been telling you for like a year now. Yeah, but like, hear <laughs> me out. Do you know how gross that is? Yeah, I didn't Potter, know. that's really bad. I think I'm pretty dirty. <laughs> that's bad. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm pretty dirty. Like, you want to get a girlfriend and like all this stuff, and this is live on you're, camera. You're, and you're, 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 the, you're the clean cut preppy wash your fucking one. Bedrooms? I didn't know that. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to buy new sheets this week. Yeah, You've been telling good. me that you for that, three ladies, weeks, too. He's buying new sheets. Yeah, break them in with him. Break the them in with him. The best is hearing Brian Fraser talk about it, because you know how Brian is. He gets yeah. all into it. He's like, shit, Bonner, I'll come clean your house so you can get laid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. It was like during COVID, I was at my buddy's house, and his wife was like washing the sheets, because it was like Sunday, and they do it every Sunday. And I was like, weird. I haven't done that since like, I don't know, 2017. Dude, I don't even want to know how bad your bed but like, smells. This is what makes me mad. It's like, I had a girlfriend, and she didn't tell me we were supposed to wash the sheets and we lived together well that's why she's your ex <laughs> yeah. yeah good call <laughs> red flags bonner but loves them red I'm, flag means stop for bonner it means go you know <laughs> it does in driving too i'm uh not the best no not a good uh, driver bonner is the worst <laughs> can i drive your new truck no you can't even, you that, can't that's even the thing the that scares me is he used to have a uh ford f-250 like i couldn't imagine oh him yeah driving i forgot that about thing. that we went to play disc golf uh, I think it was me, him, and Cape, and he was like, "I'll drive." And dude, the whole way he's just like, <laughs> "Push the gas, but I'll let off. Push the gas, let off. Push the gas." And he's staying like right under forty-five miles an hour, so it's just like I can't go as fast, dude. I'll get a, I'll lose my license. Yeah, yeah. He has like eight tickets and dude, yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. I, think I feel like the... if you drove fast, you would be like more smooth yeah. with it. Yeah. Just... I, I told him my car when just I left. Just when you go on a date, day. just tell the girl to meet you here and just take an Uber. Wait, what happened? When uh, when we shot your uh, like photos that was going to be on your announce. Remember, we went to Music Row and shot behind the studios? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got my car totaled literally that day. Like, you got in a wreck? Yeah, dude. Then when I had that car. You never told me that. Yeah, I called you right when I got home. Because I literally left. I was sitting on 65, and that girl was all gas, literally no brakes. And she just, like, crushed my car in oh, half. Oh, my God. I do not remember that. Well, my dating advice for you for this week is is that if you go on a date in anytime soon in the near future, just Uber there. Because if a girl sees how you drive, she's going to be like, this guy can't even Or find a girl that's like a real alpha and see if she she will pick you up. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. I just can't drive. Yeah, he likes to be dominated. He does. Trey, tell him what kind of girl you're about. He's a tree climber. I tried to find a girl this The best is the way he describes the type of girl he wants. I kind of changed this year. I'm like looking more seriously, so I don't know. A girl who's... uh, I'll let Alex explain it for us. (laughs) He always says, a good... uh, How did you say it the other night? You were like, a good... Catholic girl who I can take the mass, uh, but likes to drink and smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that does, I don't know if you're gonna find that in Nashville. I, mean, I think might- at this point, me and Bonner are kind of on the same page. You know, just anybody that'll 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 allow us. Oh my god, <laughs> that sounds like something Terry would say. Well, Terry's so funny. Terry can post pictures of his ass on Instagram and his balls, and I can't even breathe on Instagram, and I'll get fucking so, banned. Yeah, what is up with this ban? I don't know. But what what is up with this? Really? I don't know. I'm very. Upset Instagram, please, please. I promise I won't be bad. This <laughs> I, I think time. it's the Russians, man. I blame the Russians. I don't this. know what it is, but I'm sorry. What what happened? I have no idea. I just keep getting like, uh, this violates our guidelines. 
Why? I have no idea. It just keeps. You know, I call them and ask. Leave it to Instagram. the social media content guy. To I have no idea. Of all the people they could ban. Why? As long as it doesn't happen to my page, you can keep. <laughs> I'm responsible on your page. I'm just not. You know. Yeah, let's not let the cameras know that. <laughs> yeah, they might start banning my shit. Someone had to have reported you for something. Probably so. It's probably Dawson. <laughs> could be. I could see drunk Dawson be like, "I'm a fuck with Trey Wong." Yeah. Talk, talk, talk about DDID. Like, yeah, that's what I was getting into. That. Okay. Um. So Matt McKinney writes, and Brent Gafford and Drew Trosclair write this song called "Dick Down in Dallas," which I'd heard a verse and a chorus of it. And then I guess that how did how did it go? They they because they demoed it first before it was ever going to be a Trey Lewis song. Mm-hmm. How did, how did they come to you with that? Uh, Matt McKinney's like Alex. We have this song called "Dick Down in Dallas." I know it sounds outrageous, but will you do a quick demo of it? We don't need to do anything flashy. I was like, hell yeah! So they came over and they tried talking Brent into doing it. And Brent, obviously, I totally understand. He was like, man. I don't want to put my vocal on this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we did a, he did a scratch vocal and we did uh, the demo and it never passed that. But the key change was your idea, right? I, I don't remember. We did it that day of the demo. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I think, I think so. But I don't remember if they had that written in or if we, I don't remember how it happened, honestly. I know yeah. we talked about it. Or, I know we were trying to be ridiculous. So originally, like, we talked key change. Yeah. We uh, originally the whole intro was a piano ballad. I was gonna see if I could find the. I have, no, it. I have the it. piano part's a fucking banger, dude. Yeah, I, I kind of almost wanted to keep it, but I it was Brent, a little too Brent far. Brent will love it now that it's. Uh, I saw yeah, him yesterday. That we played on the podcast. I was at his house yesterday. But the chorus is pretty similar, just obviously not near as good sounding because it's a shitty demo, but. Yeah, fuck you and your demos. Did they have it? Yeah, fuck you, fuck your demos, Maxwell. <laughs> um, did they have like a name for it? Was it like gonna be a pro? Like, was there a name for like the three of them, or was were it, they not the COVID Cowboys? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was yeah, COVID Cowboys. the COVID Cowboys. Yeah, that was like talked about. There was never a strong like name. They were like because they wanted Brent to put it out, out, and then he was like, "I'll do it if we do it anonymous," and then nobody did it, and then they're like COVID Cowboys, and we'll do a whole bunch of dirty songs and nothing ever happened then trey lewis came along was like i mean shit fuck it i don't give a shit about fuck anyways or whatever <laughs> nobody's ever I cared i don't give a shit about shit nobody's yeah that's ever, what happened yeah. i mean no. shit do you have it I, no i don't I have, have it, it i probably got it i have a whole folder Somebody of everything i don't delete anything that's what you said the night that you played it at Live Oak at my round you were yeah. like i don't give a shit about shit and then you played it and you were on stage for that too oh here we that go moment is this it That is Brent Gafford. <laughs> I put a whole a whole orchestral part behind it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to keep thing. playing it. <laughs> you got to get to the chorus. Burning, not flying. Yeah. Oh, there's a bridge too. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, we might have took it out. I don't remember. No, it's in there. We had like that Texas guitar in it. <laughs> Get some. Get some. <laughs> that guitar. <laughs> 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 And 
And then we didn't come up with the background yeah, right, part quick, until we did it. Go to the bridge. Yeah, don't give him your phone. That's always a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I've learned that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Must have been something that I see. Something that I did. Key change. <laughs> Will you send that to me? That's great. Yeah. I'm going to leak that on uh, social media. Put that on the TikTok. Uh, by the yeah. way, I just want to um, throw this out there. I know this episode's not going to come out for a while, but Brent Gafford and his wife are in a duo. They're called Charlotte Pike. They have music out. They have a, music, a song coming out this Friday, which... It'll already be way past time by the time this episode comes out. But just go check out their music. That's all I'm saying. And they have a next one coming out next month, too. Okay, cool. Are you doing their content? uh, Yes, we shot it yesterday. Yeah, look up Charlotte Pike. If you're in Nashville, like the road. Charlotte The worst road in Nashville. It is. Lots of bumps. (laughs) Lots of bumps. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so y'all do the demo. And then I don't even think that's like the version that I learned. I think, I don't know. I I think maybe I did or something. I, I know when I learned it, like, I didn't even ever learn the bridge or anything. And then we started, like, started playing shows again, and we went to Statesboro, Georgia, the Blue Room, and we didn't play inside. We played outside on the back patio. And I remember it was just me, it was just me, Terry, and McElwain, I think. No, it, Terry wasn't even there. We had uh, somebody else, uh, Josh, somebody, what's Josh's last name? Josh Beam. Josh yeah. Beam was playing with Bless him. God. <laughs> Bless Josh Beam. What about what do you think about Josh Beam, Trey Bonner? Bonner's got the bladder of a five year old. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. He tried to steal Bonner's girlfriend. That's why he's oh, really? not playing yeah. with us anymore. Yeah. 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 We can get into that off the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tore up in Tyler. <laughs> anyway, so But yeah, that was before the tornado and before Corona. That stays in, by the way. Uh what now? That that was before the tornado and everything. That was February, the, I think, eighth I had on my phone. Oh, so that was pre COVID. Yeah. yeah, that was pre COVID. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I decide that I'm gonna cut the song after eating it um at Chili's one day with me, Mitch and Matt. And I just learned the song on acoustic. And I remember I'd played it at the bonfire. There's a bonfire video with me and mustache. Yeah, I wonder the, what the name is. And Maxwell talking in the background saying, Key change, baby. That was always <laughs> your thing. Key change, baby. Dude, I love, that was my favorite part, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's the part where everybody's like, Dick, and everybody bring puts in the, the ni- up, Dick, 90s. Dick, bring the key change back. Dude, absolutely. We yeah. made it cool again. Yeah. It's funny because uh, me and Nolan Neal were at the studio like a year before that recording this one song that I'd written that I'll probably never put out. But, uh, he was trying to get everybody in the studio to do key change for the song. And like Grady, Saxman, and Smith Curry were like, Man, that's really not a thing anymore. You know? <laughs> we made it cool and then again. We made it cool again. So um but uh anyways, I we go to Statesboro and like I'll never forget we're playing on this back patio and nobody gives a shit that we're there. I mean, I could be could have been on the stage pulling my nipples and picking my boogers and <laughs> nobody would have cared. And I remember just like Play. I was yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna. I was like, I'm just gonna like. I was like, guys, when we get to this course, let's just play it over and over and over and over again <laughs> until they realize what we're saying up here. And uh, by the end of the night, we had people like DMing us asking about the song. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna be playing there again tomorrow night. Come back, we'll play it. And then that's when I first started like posting videos on TikTok. But the moment that 
really made the that was like when it blew up and became a thing we decided to record it i just met you playing kickball and you asked me to play your round yeah and i played your round and you wanted me to, you were like i want you to play your songs because your songs are awesome but i want you to play dick down in dallas at the end that was me you l and jb yeah. yeah which yeah. that's part of the video that nikki t always talks about because nikki t from raise rowdy posted that video another pittsburgh guy oh, and yeah. part of what makes the video so great is you saying key change, baby, and then you see these two young girls up there just rocking out. But <laughs> by that time, like we had all played the song so much at bonfires yeah. that everybody in the bar knew the song. Yeah, because it was our whole crew there. Yeah. It was great. So the video, you know, that's the first video that went viral, and then uh, Bonner got it put on Caller Daddy's Facebook. Group. Oh, it's like a, yeah, it's a Facebook group with like people who like watch the listen to the podcast yeah and skinny got it on old row skinny yeah. got it put that on old row and then i started posting it to tiktok but uh i remember i talked to ryan nelson some talked to you about how we were going to record it where we were going to go like Corey smith vibe and do like more of acoustic and i'm sitting there laying in bed and i get a text from saxman studios grady and all it says is dick down in dallas so he'd seen the video that had gone like viral viral around nashville and then I called you, and I was like, well, I guess we're going to Grady's to record like, this thank song. thank God. I wanted a full band so bad. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and uh, so we went, and it was just me, you, and Saul, Saul and Grady. Saul played everything, you know, bass, guitar, and uh, I guess, I, what did we have? We just had bass, guitar, and drums. And, drums, and then I did yeah. everything else and on then, the, at and the house. Then, you know, he did, yeah, because we recorded it, and the next day I came over, we did all the background vocals and all yeah. that. Yeah. We we and, and cruised yeah. through that. We got it yeah. done in like two two weeks. Yeah, we had to get it done quick. And then I'll never forget. I was going to play at um, uh, Jefferson Street Pub in Huntsville, Alabama. I had a four hour gig. It's like two hundred fifty bucks. Like you know whatever. And uh, I posted a video that Bonner had taken at the studio. Who was that guy that we played the song for? Uh, Golden. Well, he's in Go- works at Golden West, right? Yeah, I I don't remember their names. I don't really know them. They were in yeah. there for a session after us. Yeah, but he's had like Colt Ford cuts and stuff. Like he's, he's oh really? Yeah, he's, he's he's been kind of pretty successful. Anyways, and he just sticks his arm up in the air. And then when I posted that video right before I played that gig, and when I got done, it had three million views. Yeah, it's crazy. And I was just, and then it became this like phenomenal, you know, thing. Like I remember, I even Walker's here. I'd sent y'all the song, like the acoustic version of that song, in like September. Yeah, and then that's funny. You know, and then I've got people texting me. They're like, "Man, you're all over my FYP page. Like this is insane." And then um, we registered the song with our distributor. Our distributor calls up me and my manager, like. Yeah, we don't even know you, but uh, if this song came out today, it would, you know, debut at number one, and then, you know, it came out, and we had the big party, and it went number one, and we played all the shows we played last year, and it's just been insane ever since. Yeah, it really changed our whole group of friends. Like, like that one song, like, changed so many lives. And then the birthday party. Oh, the, the birthday party, that, that was the, huge, which yeah. We didn't even know what Dick Down was going to do. We were just, it was just me and Nikki T trying to, it was on a Thursday. It December wasn't 4th? Even, well, we yeah. had we had that planned long before Dick Down. Yeah, yeah, we planned was, that in, like, September, yeah, and that, Dick Down didn't come out till 
December first. Yeah, that yeah. was that was when we um I had met you guys and you like and we were one of the few rounds going and you guys were playing it all the time because a lot of people were nervous to play rounds and we all didn't give a fuck. We were just going to Live Oak and yeah, doing it. Was, uh, Mickey T had just moved it here. Was, it was birthday bash. Yeah, because yeah. our birthdays are what two days apart. Yeah. Yours is sixth and mine's, mine's fourth. Fifth, fifth, fourth. fourth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then that place, there was a line all the way to the fucking. There was like people from like there was record labels. There was I, I mean, had that table up front. There was publishers there. <laughs> I'll never crazy. forget. Get Burrell calling me. It was like two in the afternoon. He's like, bro. <laughs> He's like, bro, there's there's people already showing up, and it's like two o'clock. Tonight's gonna be outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember McKinney. Oh, I remember McKinney getting off stage and like giving me or he gone over. I think he was talking to Rusty or Meyer or somebody from Sony and was like, bro, like this. Yeah. Today, tonight's just crazy. Like that was a night that it was that cool got me to my see the deal. whole group. Yeah. Got we all signed deal. publishing deals. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, but the companies that were there. Yeah, yeah, and it was and it was just a birthday party for you guys to play your songs. I remember you opened with Believer, and you were on. You guys were all on stage. Yeah, it was together. me, you, Skinny, and was it, was it, just, it was just us three. Yeah, yeah, and and you and you got through the first chorus of Believer or the first verse, and yeah. the whole crowd just exploded. Yeah, that was the most electric know. writers round I've ever played. Still was, to this day, it was pretty wild. For a writer's round, like that was by far the yeah, especially wildest. at Live Oak, there wasn't a bunch of people talking. Like people were listening. Yeah, people were cool. like so well, into well, it. They were there to see what all this stuff was about because just so happened that Dick Down comes out the week before, yeah, uh, or the week of. That was that was the week of because then the next night we go to Statesboro in Savannah. Yeah, <laughs> like that week was just fucking nuts. When Bonner freaked out. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, Alex yeah. was there for the house. She shouldn't have stepped on the. She shouldn't have stepped through the merch case. That was her fault. <laughs> this she girl stepped that. on the merch case. You know Bonner's really quiet. He's yeah. pretty, usually pretty cool. One of those black and yellow bins. It, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, she yeah. steps on it and just snaps. And then I look over at Bonner and he goes, "God damn it!" Dude, look, listen, McElwain, the load or McElwain, Maxwell, the load out there is brutal. I'm just thinking, I got to carry these individually. T-shirt, individual T-shirts to the van. This isn't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, Bonner flipped out. That was a that was a fun moment. And then you you did some dates out on the road with us. Yeah, my my favorite still Martin. Oh yeah, yeah Martin was on, the wildest. I uh, opened for well, Martin. That was a good weekend because McKinney almost died. Yeah. yeah. So the night before Martin, you know, you guys remember where we were? Arkansas. This was the night that I learned about BDT. Oh, that's the that's the Fort, weekend we all bought Dogecoin. Yeah, too. that yeah. was the weekend, Alex. Yeah, not me. The cult of Doge started yeah. within the TL crew. Yeah. We were in Fort Smith, Arkansas, the night yeah, before. We were in that. that green room upstairs, and we all learned about what BDT was. Oh yeah, that was the first time I saw Terry. Yeah, that Dick. was my first <laughs> show ever with y'all too. That was my first ever opening show. Was that, was Arkansas a fun, show. that was a fun. Run. That was a really fun. I run. didn't get to go that weekend. There wasn't space. Maxwell took my spot. <laughs> With all your damn, all your Do damn. You, uh, you still have your Dogecoin? <laughs> uh, no, I got rid of it when it was still pretty high. I still have mine. I'm waiting for it to go up to yeah. the moon. I have like to yeah. the moon. I have like I'm, the smallest I'm, amount. I'm in it to win it, man. <laughs> it's either going to make me a million dollars or I'm going to lose two grand. That's the way it is. <laughs> yeah, that I'm was okay fun. That it. was fun though, Mart. I'll never forget Martin because I was walk. I the whole crowd cheered. And I was like, what the hell happened down there? Because, like, you know, they have that little wooden... Yeah, uh, the death trap. Yeah, <laughs> that little wooden staircase to come down from the green room. And I just see Skinny coming out with a cup full of blood. Just like, hey, <laughs> he like couldn't know, shut his mouth because his tongue had a hole in it. You know what? Good uh, McKinney rallied because I remember having the picture. I took a picture at the merch table, and it was Liam Stoley, Nick Haynes, Nikki T with his... 
cardboard. Um, <laughs> Trey access. Lewis, all access, yeah. 100% legit that he still has to this day, and we still honor at <laughs> any show. Um, and McKinney, and you see the hole in McKinney's tongue and his arms like this. Then he gets up on stage. Main him shot. Low. Yeah, we shot. You brought us on stage, and me and Skinny. Uh, and Dawson, Chubb. too. Does Dawson get on stage? Or no? Dawson, no, I don't think, Dawson, was, I don't think Dawson, Dawson was at. I don't know if Dawson was at. No, oh, he was at that show, but I don't know if he went on stage. No, it was just because we have a picture. It was just me and Skinny on stage it, on our knees. Liam Stoley was there. Dude, there were so many people. Yeah, there. yeah. Ben had probably. his name? Liam Stoley. Yeah, Liam Stoley. Ben had probably banned Dawson from getting on stage at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dawson, Dawson that, and his uh, They have cold. a new bar now that has uh, live bull riding. And Jack, wow. It's oh, in really? Jackson, right? Yeah, it's, it's closer yeah. to here, so I want to go out yeah, there we're one trying week to go. Hit up, hit up DJ Pookie and just get in. I want to see Maxwell. Uh, Maxwell can uh, get in the get in the ring with the bulls. We'll put, we'll put I've never I've you. never I never did the bull. Would you do even it? mechanical? I feel like you could ride a bull. You'd be pretty Man, good I feel like I have the perfect body to go be a bull you rider. Would trade yeah, <laughs> like either that or uh uh uh, horse riding. I'm too yeah. big to be horse riding. Really? Yeah, legit. I'm too big. You're too big to be a jockey. Yeah, they have to be like under like 120. So we can be NASCAR drivers, or we could be bull riders, right? That's what Dawson says. We're hey, we're good NASCAR that. size. Yeah, dude, I can't drive a car, so I guess I got to ride a bull. <laughs> left turn, left turn. <laughs> I'm trying to find something I'm good at because obviously the internet's not working you would, out. You would be like you would be like Cartman from South Park in the NASCAR. Screw you guys! I'm going home. Yeah, no, he's guys. butters, man. I always said no, Trey is butters. NASCAR, Fuck you. <laughs> It, those are fighting words right there. In the NASCAR. It's butters. I always, the, I always say Burrell's Cartman. Oh, my God. He is. I have my moments for sure. I definitely have my moments. But in the NASCAR episode where he's dipping Vagisil and driving around, he's just wrecking all the cars and, like, doing – that would be Bonner in the like NASCAR. dipping Vagisil? Yeah, they're sponsored by Vagisil, and he's uh, putting dips of Vagisil. I've his never gun. seen that episode. It's an episode. Well, it's that's there. what you got to go home and do tonight. That's your homework tonight. <laughs> you and your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. God. I'm going to Whiskey Jam to watch – this guy played tonight. You can watch it on your phone with your AirPods in there. Oh, okay. Fun. Um, okay. <laughs> do you have a write? Do you have a write tomorrow? Uh, no, it got moved. That's good. What's, yeah, it's uh, great. What's writing been like for both of you guys since signing the pub deals? Like, not just writing with like your friends anymore. Yeah, like, I mean, but getting, the, getting assigned writers, and you're like, oh shit, I'm writing with this guy or this girl. It's like the, they're bigger names, but I was already writing every day before my pub deal, so like it wasn't that big of a transition, really. I mean, honestly, for me, it's kind of nerve wracking sometimes. Like when I'm writing with somebody that I don't know, you know. It's like, I don't know. Because, I mean, I've written with people that have, like, number ones and, like, are awesome and, you know, great writers and not gotten great songs or not even got a song at all, you know. Um, but I've also written with guys that ha have number ones and we hit it off great. And those are the guys that – it's just like – Like speed dating. It's just like speed dating, yeah. you know. And it's just like how it was when you first moved to town except for you're getting paid to do it. So there's, like – sometimes there's, like, a lot of pressure to, like, make sure you do it, you know. But like, you know, it's like when me and Maxwell wrote "Good to Know People," which is will be coming out soon. We wrote it with Benji Davis, which you know he wrote. Uh, what's the Jake Owen made song? For made, you. made for you song. And Benji's awesome. He's he's just a great songwriter. And um, I mean, you know, we wrote that song in like two hours. You know, yeah, we crushed it. But it's like every time I know that like I have a write with like. You know, if it's like a, one other writer and like say Maxwell or like McKinney or you know whoever, I'm like cool. I like you know I, I feel like more comfortable because I'm like, well, I know that me and Maxwell can write good songs together. So like, I know we're gonna get a song. Today. We're gonna get. So, we're gonna get it's something. like it's just like a sigh of relief. Yeah. Like when I wake up that morning, it's like oh cool. I look on my calendar. I'm like cool. Maxwell. I'm writing with Maxwell today. I don't know this third, but you know I know we're gonna get a good one. Yeah. So it's like. I don't know. It's a little bit different, but it's a. Uh, it's just cool to like write with like people that are like way better than me. 
you know. The thing is, though, they're not. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like there are guys that are just, like, so outrageously good that it is, like, you know, you understand why they're where they're at. But a lot of it is so much of just being consistent and showing up that, like, just because someone is amazing doesn't mean you're going to write a good song with them, like yeah. you're saying. You yeah. know, it's like, it, it it's really about how you mesh with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it's just really just waking up and, like, having the, like, it's like, being like, man, I did this shit for free for years, you know. Totally. It's like I'm getting paid to do it today, and like that's the cool thing to me. Yeah, you know? literally living the dream. Yeah, the no, you have the hat on. The no hits. Hat. Talk about how no hits started. Why? How it became an exclusive club. Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, it was a spaghetti dinner, so I don't. With eggs, that might have been with eggs and I don't sauce. understand yeah. why there only can be twelve members. <laughs> it's well, it's just like you can't have the whole town part of it. You know what I mean? It's like. Originally, yeah, but it's like, what if what if we meet somebody else that's really cool and we want to add them in no no hits? I'm the newest member. Y'all gonna kick me out? Well, probably, yeah. probably, yeah. Probably, well, yeah. I consider myself <laughs> in a. I consider it like the fam, like like the family. Like, I couldn't imagine y'all kicking like Brian Fraser or like. Well, the original no know, hits was just Caleb. Or the original else. was just me, uh, Dawson, Caleb, Brian, Jordan, Hobbs, and Todd. That yeah. was like the yeah. original. We were at we had a spaghetti dinner, and like we didn't think anything of it. Like it was just a. A thread to just make fun of each other and throw memes and you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean honestly, I mean I'm, I mean I have two hits, so I mean I'm already on the verge of getting kicked <laughs> and out. You, you don't even make memes, so what the fuck? <laughs> Fire! I bring some I funny stuff. I brought some funny stuff the other day. No, it is, it isn't what it used to be though. Just for the fact that like everyone got so busy, where a lot of it used to be like getting together and hanging out thread, where it's like nobody has the time to get together as much as they used to. You know what I mean? But. It's still a lot. It's it, it's a good way to stay in touch with all your close friends. When buddies. did it start? Man, I really don't know. Was Probably, it before COVID? I think it's like 2019. It was like pretty pretty recent to that, I think. I don't know. Everything runs together. It might have been 2018, actually. But it, all I remember was it was a spaghetti dinner because I made my spaghetti with eggs in it. And everyone came weird. over. Yeah, and, that's a Pittsburgh thing. That is not an Italian like standard pasta shit. That is, yes, a is. Maxwell thing. I've confirmed hey, Nikki T. Yes, it is. He doesn't even <laughs> fucking do Dude, it. It's my family a, has done it since I came over. Yeah, from Italy. it's a Maxwell. Whatever your Italian side of the family is called. There's it's a Maxwell. couple Italian sides in my family, okay. and they all do the Drop, eggs. Slide in it. into the DMs <laughs> if you put eggs in your spaghetti. Nobody whole probably eggs, does. Whole eggs, like yeah, bold, like, whole you're eggs. like you're going, you're looking for a meatball, and you come up with a fucking hard boiled. Hey, is it not good? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it I is kind of freaked is. out. Yeah, first time I had it's it, it's a little weird, like, but I'll eat it. Have you, you never even tried I it? I have had it. You have? Yeah. You when? Put the sauce on the egg. We had it at your house one time. And you had the box wine. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah well, I always the keep the box wine for cooking. You know, slap you throw in, a little slap in the bag. Yeah, you got to slap the bag and put it in I'll the sauce. slap anything. Yeah. How about the Steelers? <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. The Steelers. 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 Uh, they might be getting Aaron Rodgers as of today. What? Yeah, they're so the running is Titans, Steelers, Green Bay, and Broncos. And they said he's gonna make a decision. He's supposed to make a decision. Why is he leaving Green Bay? He's he might not be. It's between those four. And do you think Uh, Devontae Adams goes with them? Because it sounds like they've been marketing it as a package. I don't think so. I think if he goes, they're gonna sign Devontae Adams for Green Bay. Are you nervous about um, post Big Ben? Is it, it going to be it. weird for you to see somebody that's not definitely? But I'm already glad it's hopefully not y'all had Michael Vick as a quarterback for a little while. Yeah, he's our backup. Yeah, yeah, Tyrod Taylor too. 
No, we right? never got Tyrod. I thought Tyrod was with you guys. No, that was, no just, let's just talk about the running back, Henry Ruggs. I mean, the guy's a beast. It's not Henry, Henry Ruggs. Ruggs. I mean, not Henry, Henry Ruggs. Ruggs. <laughs> what the fuck? He's definitely in jail. I think Henry Ruggs is in jail right now. I was thinking about Henry Ruggs because we were talking about him in the group chat. Oh, no. He killed somebody. Also, it's what happened. It's supposed to be what happens in the group chat stays in the group chat. This is why Trey's getting kicked out. Yeah, dude. Fucking broke the rule on national TV. SEC players. National TV. Shit. Uh, but yeah, no, Najee Harris. Najee Harris. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna carry the franchise. I'll remove him now. <laughs> yeah. roll, t- roll Tide. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we have a couple of Alabama guys. Minka Fitzpatrick is another yeah. good one. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a beast. But no, nah, man, I'm I'm excited for the post Ben era because Ben's been the quarterback since 2004 when I was eight years old. Yeah, he came in the same time nine I started watching Eli up in New York. Yeah, nine years old. He's lasted longer than he's had more injuries, more scandals, more bullshit. In his career, than Eli and Philip Rivers, and he outlasted both of them. Yeah, uh, outlasted is a strong word because he was terrible for the last three years. Yeah, know? but he still was in the league. You know, Eli yeah. retired and started doing a shitty thing on ESPN with his brother. Like, hey, I like that. I, I kind of like enjoy that. it, honestly. I don't know. I, for me, Eli is like it was. I like Eli, but he looks like a deer. In the if you want to come on the the podcast, Peyton or Eli, you can. Yeah, Eli, you can come on here. I'll look at you. Hey, they're big country music. Fans. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. They definitely love Dick down in yeah. Dallas for sure. For yeah. sure, Eli, Eli. When I was a kid, we went up. To to Giants training camp, and he signed my blue Giants hat with a blue Sharpie. So you can't even see the signature. <laughs> That's the most Trey Lewis shit I've that ever is, seen. That is Eli Manning, hottie, t- hottie toddy, old Miss shit right there. But yeah, no, I don't know. If they get Aaron Rodgers, it'd be dope. If not, Trey loves when I say dope. That's what I'm going to keep saying. Dope, bro. I say, yeah, do- I I say like, dope a lot. I put in parentheses when people now. say dope. Let's talk about I this. I think that's a northern thing. thing. I say dope all the time. The let's, first thing Trey said to me goes, your mom will slap you if she heard you say go home <laughs> to hunt, Go home and eat, eat your mom's casserole or whatever the fuck she cooks. <laughs> Penny vodka. Thank you And tell her that it's dope. I, I do. I, I, I mean, she, like, thanks. Okay, maybe in New York that's cool, but in the that South, your mom would slap. The you thing right is, though, like, I don't say dope to food. I say dope when something's or like, just, you know, dope. just be like, Super "Hey, mom, cold. that coffee table's pretty dope." Like she's gonna slap you. Like, but I would also wouldn't call a coffee our, our mom. Table. Listen to this new demo. It's pretty dope. How yeah, I did see, these that's drums. not that's not weird. Your mom's <laughs> gonna slap you. She's gonna I probably be like, deserve what? it. <laughs> If it's not his mom, my mom's mom gonna enjoy me. it. My mom loves yeah. me. She wouldn't slap me. That's dope. Yeah, it's dope. Dope. Like, I mean, dope come it. on. Dope I guess it's like, I mean, I, I guess it's like saying dude. Like when when dude first came on the scene, I remember, I'll never forget. It was, uh, I was on, I was Little League Baseball. People started saying dude, and people were like, what the hell? You know, like, <laughs> what are you from California or something? But like now, everybody says dude. Yeah. You know, I feel like dope's not new. Tom though. Lutheran. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> big time. Yeah, I feel like dope's been around for a minute though. I've been saying, yeah, it for I'm years. just not into it. You know, I'm just. So what do you say then, Trey? That's, that's cool. That's cool. That's, that's badass. That's neat. That's, that's badass. badass. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> wow, that's badass. Jesus. Um, oh, no. what have you been listening to lately, Maxwell? Trey Lewis and Trey Lewis only. <laughs> no way. Nah. Listening, listening for you, work all, or listening for. He's not even doing. It's working. Max was having songs. sex listening yeah, to Trey Lewis. I, I didn't know I was doing this podcast till. Wait, what did you say? I said Max was having sex still listening. Man, I gotta, I gotta put the guitar up a little I here. Know, oh yeah, no, if I, I, I could not have sex to something I worked on. Definitely not. I would be way too focused yeah, on the music. This, this one gold, baby. Have you ever had sex listening to a song? Or have you ever been like a sex song guy? 
Oh yeah, dude! I, love I got music. playlists, baby. I have to listen. Yeah, I have playlists. What's your what's what's on the sex playlist, dude? You got to go with the Usher and R and B. You're an you know? Usher guy, dude. R and B, dude. You got to set the mood. Take it nice and <laughs> slow. Christ, no, dude. I mean that, or you could do some like old Marvin Gaye. I mean, Let's I just get love it. Al Green. It depends on the day. Al Green. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I don't you have don't sex in my playlist out of the day, dude. I feel like every white male like or white person at some point in their life gets on an Al Green kick they're like there you go bro that's what you got this week that's your homework. my homework listen homework. to Al Green yeah who's the other who's the other guy there's another not Clarence Carter there's another Clarence older. Carter Clarence, Clarence Carter we listen to that in the van <laughs> too much that's cause I'm always driving we listen to stroking all the or time or Bill Withers oh Bill Withers is good I love Bill Withers but what are you like actively listening yeah, what are to you right listening now to? if you're listening to music what's some new shit them? you'd recommend to someone Psh- Man, I love Ban Camino. Man, I, I really do go all over the map. Like, I'll listen to Justin Bieber one day, then I'll listen to, like, Sturgill the next day, you know? So I, I don't really know, honestly. Yeah. That or our buddy's music, you know? Yeah. Legit. That are just my demos that I wrote with Trey. Do you, or do you always listen to, like... I listen to a lot of demos. I listen to probably a lot more... It sounds super... Uh, What'd you, think, what'd you Egotistical. think about? Uh, yeah, egotistical. I think I'm fucking cool. That song's out there. I think I'm fucking awesome. It's pretty funny. Could, could it's blow, pretty different for Trey could, though, could, which I like. Could, could blow up. Like it's yeah. it's got that thing where it yeah. could, it's like that it's, out there that it's like makes you want to listen to it. Yeah, we gonna, just have to like recut it and make it more like because there's nothing country about that song. It's just the only thing that makes it country is my. Vocals. Well, what's con- all right? I hate when people say there's nothing country about this. What makes it country and what doesn't make it country? Yeah, true. I mean, you're wearing boots. Let's go on the. You're wearing yeah. boots and you, you sound like you're from Birmingham. Oh my God, I'm wearing boots and I'm I almost got a truck. By so. God, yeah, <laughs> it's ordered. Uh, yeah, it's ordered. It's like, I'd rather someone just own it that like and be like, yeah, this is the most country thing, than someone be like. Write a pop song and just say trucking at once. And I will like, say, song. I will say that is the like thing that I take the most pride in, like as an artist, is that you know I'll put out like a real traditional sounding country song, or I'll put out like something that has you know like hip hop elements to it, or and then I'll put something out about dicks and butt fucks, or yeah. you know like whatever. Um, I think I like it all. You know, there's it doesn't have to be so black and white. If like totally, you know. I do this one sound and I do this one damn 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 on guitar and that's it. Well, All I think right. I think it just keeps your music more interesting if you can yeah. mix it up and do different styles. Something you know? for everybody, you know. Yeah, I tell I tell you who I have been listening to that's like really good this last week is Caitlin Smith. Yeah, oh, you dude, ever listen to Caitlin awesome. Smith? She's, she's solid. so good. I got on those records there for a while. I was like really into it. I texted I texted my publisher yesterday. I was like, I need to get a write with Caitlin Smith like pronto. So I'm gonna try to get more there. What East Nashville type shit you've been listening to? Dude, I've been listening to like 1975 right now, and I still been listening to Lauren McKenna. Like her whole catalog just rotates. Yeah, when I drive small. to work, I don't want to like think, so I like put on something like that where it's like cool. I'm not gonna like stress out. Yeah. Dude, y- uh, y'all know Jenna Lamaster? Yeah, yes. yeah. The you know how she does the sa- uh, Saturday morning playlist Mm-mm. on her? Mm-mm. She does it on her Instagram story. Yeah. She's been doing it for a few years. Dude, the songs she posts are like always awesome. I was like, I, I told her, I it's like DM'd her this this week, not in like a weird way, but just I was like, your, uh, I was like, your, uh, your taste in music is impeccable. This this playlist is great. That whole yeah. group of girls is really good. Yeah, that, badass songwriters. Like Jan, Casey, Casey Jenna, Casey, Ashlyn, Laney. That whole little crew is really good. Yeah, Laney's crushing it. She is. Yeah. That video she did with um, with like it was like th- I guess four different personalities. Did y'all see that? Wait, which they one? They were like all sitting at a table. Oh, where they mocked that 70s show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. 
And That's good. Like Jimmy Allen and like everybody put on bell bottoms. It was great. Oh, I'm I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. Where was uh, is there it on Instagram? Is it like a social media thing or is it like a yeah, YouTube it's a, it's thing? It's an Instagram thing. It oh. was it was hilarious. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. Yeah, thanks for having it's me. It's gonna be cool. What can, especially uh, when our song comes out. Good to know people. What I can't can, wait for that. What can everybody be looking forward to, Alex, and where can they find you? Yeah, what happens uh, after our song comes out? So I'm going and cutting. I don't know when this is coming out. But I'm going and cutting this week on Friday with Grady to start getting on the next stuff after. So awesome. after Good to Know, probably like every six weeks, I'll have a new song come out. Sweet. So is, I'm excited is to you get back at that part of me. Is you recording as an artist? Is it? Do you find your? Do you find that it's like tougher it's or hard, easy dude. being a producer as because well? Because I want it to sound better than anything else I've worked on. So like. I think sometimes I get my own way by trying to make it sound too good. Well, don't make just... my stuff sound shitty just to make yours sound good. <laughs> That's what you no, should do, like Max. It's like... I'll whoop that ass. <laughs> I'm just going to let Trey fall off a little bit make so I can make myself sound better. Are you hiring? Nah, no, <laughs> nah, I'm, it's not like that. It's just in the sense of like, I feel like it's easy to look at someone else's personality. Like when I look at you and like know what your sound should be. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to like look in the mirror and be like, okay, so what am I? You know what I mean? So that's why like I like going to Grady and like having another ear on shit where I'll go back and forth on a drum sound for three weeks if it's my own song. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, I'll just get so meticulous with it that it, it'll never get released. You ever thought about letting somebody else produce your, your stuff? Well, that's what just... recently I started using Grady, and yeah. I feel like that, that kind of definitely made it a lot better because I can I still like co-producing because I still know yeah. how I want it to sound and yeah. what I want to sound like, but it's nice to have Grady because sometimes for myself, I'll go so far out there, yeah. and Grady will be like, like that could have been me yeah. that I did like three years ago. Yeah, That was one I did with Grady, and I had like horns and shit in it Yeah, like originally, and Grady's like, dude, Best bad behavior, please. Yeah, best bad behavior. We already did. It's done. Yeah, it's so, done. So that one will get put out eventually. You wrote that with Caleb, right? Caleb Conradi, dude, he's my favorite. Yeah, we'd write some out there stuff. What about the y'all wrote this song called "Hurt People"? Hurt people. Hurt people. Yeah. Hurt people. Sometimes that and feeling. Uh, and uh, I'm good. I, I'm good. That I'm good is definitely gonna get released. Yeah, I don't I'm know good. how we're gonna great. do that yet. I don't I'm know how good. we're gonna record it. We gotta get to some bigger chains for this, Maxwell. <laughs> for I'm good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Why? You're gonna be rich by then. Oh God, I millionaire wish. Maxwell. <laughs> I wish I was. That'd be cool. Then we could have ranches next to each other. Yep, it'll happen. Where can they find you on socials, Alex? Uh, Instagram, Alex Maxwell Music. Facebook, Twitter. It's all the same shit. Cool. It's on there. Awesome. I'm sure if you follow Trey, you'll see me on there. Just go follow me too. Yeah. Yep. Make sure y'all go follow this man. Follow his music. Follow his career. Follow his life. He's a great guy. And. Thank uh, you. He records my music and believes in me. So thank y'all for watching the DM Monday podcast. Please rate and subscribe, and we'll see y'all on the next episode. Because now when I leave it, I can't wait to come back. I get that 17 feeling when I cross the railroad tracks. Always wishing I was here no matter where I'm at. It's like that hometown ground keeps on calling me back. To where I grew up and where they're gonna lay me down Can't believe I used to hate this town Just past the spot where I quit that job And told my boss where he could go And there's the house she kicked me out Cause I couldn't tell that Bob no Thought I was too big for this place I was gonna show them all one day Kinda funny looking back now Can't believe